0: Hi, this is Pastor Paul Steele from Bethlehem Church in Austin Minnesota thanks for listening to the podcast today and as we open the Bible together my prayer is that this will be just the right message for this time in your life may it be a blessing to you in this Advent season now onto the sermon So we are going to be looking at Matthew chapter 2 verses 1 through 12. Matthew chapter 2 verses 1 through 12. As we kind of wrap up this whole uh, series we've been doing on the ad- advent of the Savior. So uh, the question I have to start with this morning is, have you ever wanted to be royalty? Have you ever wanted to be king, queen, have you ever wanted to be royalty? You know, it's, it's possible. If you want to be a king, a queen, president, grand pontate, uh of your very own country, all you really need to do is just proclaim yourself as one and come up with a catchy name and a flag. Uh, most and so there's this little thing or movement out there called Micronations. And most Micronations, according to Kevin Bau, who, uh, who started his own in, uh, in 1998 in Northern Nevada, he says, most Micronations are one man shows to be, to be completely honest with you. And so he, he bought 11.3 acres in Northern Nevada uh, called it the Republic of Molosia Mal- Malos- And it boasts, in 11.3 acres, a railroad, a post office, and 27 citizens. And uh, there's, there's then uh, uh, Duke Travis McHenry who was looking at Antarctica and noticed that there's this portion of Antarctica that nobody has claimed before. And so his, so he created this micronation called West Antarctica, right? West Antarctica. And it's made up, this is one of the largest micronations because it's, it encompasses 620,000 Miles, But there's nobody that lives there, but that's what he has. There, so there's these other micronations. So a few of them are, are uh, the Kingdom of Vyxeland, located in Mantoba, Mantoba, Canada. There's the Royal Republic of Lad- Ladonia, located in southwest uh, Sweden. And this is probably my favorite one at least the sounding it's the duchy of broslavia broslavia located near Albu- albuquerque new mexico now they have their own con- uh, convention every year called microcon and like Comic-Con, micro and people come and dressed in their military regalia and have all these, these uh, uh, flags and, and symbols and, and stuff, and some take it very seriously. But as I was reflecting and just thinking about it, I, oh. this reality of micronations is, is kind of similar to the reality of the human, humankind. Because think about uh, the Republic of of uh, Moulasia in Nevada. Yeah, you can declare yourself this kingdom, but aren't you still very dependent? on the defense and all the other things of living in the United States of America. And as people, God created us to be good stewards of his creation, to rule this world that he made through our relationship with him through his wisdom, his love, his graciousness. And yet, really the great failing of humankind is to say, no, I want to rule apart from you, God. I want to rule based on what I think is right, on my definition of good and bad, good and evil. That's what I'm going to do. And yet, God is still gracious enough to offer us all the things that we need for life. We can say, I want to be king of my life, of the world that I live in, and yet we can't escape the reality that God is there providing for everything that we need. And so we, in our infinite wisdom, have Created a mess of this good creation that God gave to us. And here at Advent time and here at Christmas time, what we are remembering is that God wants to change all of that. He wants to rescue us from ourselves, He wants to bring order back to. Creation. And so, what we've been saying is that at Advent time, we become hopeful for the second coming of Jesus because God kept his promise to send the Messiah. And that word Messiah means Christ. The anointed one, who's anointed? Kings. God kept his promise to send the king to rescue us from the mess that we have made in this world. And really, uh, that's what the gospel's Are about. N.T. Wright has a book entitled How God Became King. The story, the the, the forgotten story of the Gospels. God is coming and he wants to, and he's reclaiming this through Jesus. We may say, Hey, I am king. I am the, the one in control of my own life. And yet God is saying, No. The best way for you to live is for you to follow me. For you to be loyal to me. For you to surrender your life to my rule. To my direction. To my guidance. So Christmas is really about the coming of the king. So let's take a look here at Matthew chapter 2. Starting in verse 1. Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About the time about that time some wise men from the from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, "Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose and we have come to worship him." King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as everyone in Jerusalem He called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of religious law and asked, Where's the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem and Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah. For a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for my people Israel. Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men. And he learned from them the time when the star first appeared. When he told them, then he told them, go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went on their way and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem and went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him. Then they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route, for God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. So these wise men or magi were pagan astrologers, and they were searching for a king. Now, we don't know exactly what sent them on their, this journey, what exactly they saw in the night star the sky, but that's what, that was their life. They were, they were searching the skies for, for meaning, for, for, for predictions on the future, and all of that. And so some scholars think what they saw was their astrological sign for Judah, apparently they had one, and the astrological sign for a king. And that sent them on their journey. But apparently, just like God guided Israel in the wilderness with the pillar of of cloud and and fire, God guided these wise men with, with a sign, with a star, with something that they could see and it moved along with them. And they headed towards Jerusalem because that was the most logical place to go to find out what was happening to search for that king they saw talked about revealed about in the sky and so we have to stop here and consider are we searching for the king or are we just satisfied with the way we are ruling our lives Are we satisfied with being the king, the queen of our own lives? Are we in search of the king? Because I can guarantee you this. I don't make very many guarantees, but this I can guarantee you. That if you remain your own king, your life will not improve. Sometimes you hear this, people will say, oh, things will get better. No, they won't. Your life will not get better if you remain your own king. It just won't. Because there is nothing that will change the circumstances of your life. That will give you hope for the future. You need to be on a search for the king. You need Need to have somewhere where you can look to for hope. A belief that justice will one day happen because the king will return and make everything right. So, how do we find the true king of the universe? We do what the Magi did. We need to inquire about about him. The Magi saw this sign in the sky. But they didn't leave it at that. They decided we need to go out and find out what this is all about. So they went on a search. They went to Jerusalem. They asked Herod. Herod then said, hey, religious leaders, tell me about this. Who is this Messiah? Where is he going to come from? They went on a journey to find out whether or not this is all true. The Bible, Christianity, makes a lot of bold claims about who God is, about who humankind is, about the condition of the world that we live in. And we need to take some time to verify those claims, to inquire about them. Are they true or are they not? All of us should have questions about this life of faith that we're living. Is it true or is it not? Why can we be certain? Why can we put, be confident about the faith that we put in Jesus? Are we truly searching for the King? I will tell you this. That starting in February, we are going to do a sermon series entitled "Can I Ask That?" As we delve into a lot of these types of questions that we have, like, can we, you know, where, like, uh, the Bible and science, and and uh, why do our morals come from the Bible, or and uh, and. What about the Trinity? Because the Trinity is this weird thing that that we believe in. Can we have answers to those? It's important for us to inquire and to verify as much as we can about who Jesus is, who this king is. Is he really worthy of our loyalty, our commitment, and our worship? And that takes us to the second thing. If we're going to make Jesus the king of our lives then we need to worship him. So when the magi find the house where where Joseph and Mary and Jesus are they see Jesus what do they do? They worship him. So these these guys are most likely from Persia which means when they when they bowed down it wasn't they were they prostrated themselves before Jesus They worshiped him This was a sign of humility for them they they recognized that hey if this is truly the king that we see about in the stars he is worthy of our worship It's good for us to sing these songs of praise Right? To, to worship in that way. But there's also the very big danger that we will fall into the same trap that God accused Israel of, that Jesus accused the religious leaders of. You worship me with your lips, but your hearts are far from me. We can go through the motions, we can, we can say, yeah, I love Jesus, and yet our hearts can be somewhere else. Our commitment can lie with someone else, with something else, With we can give our allegiance, our loyalty to other things. It's crucial that if we're going to follow Jesus, if we're truly going to make Jesus the king of our lives, that we give him our commitment our loyalty that we worship him not just with the lip with our lips but with our entire lives that we follow him that we listen to him that we do what he has called us to do to worship Jesus means our hearts need to be given to him I know I've, I've shared this in, in the past, but um, one of the things I really believe is that we should never, ever tell anyone else that you that they have our hearts. Because there is not another human being in this world That we can trust with that responsibility. The only one who deserves our heart is Jesus. And we need to give Jesus our hearts. To worship Jesus means our hearts are given to him. Give your hearts to Jesus. This Christmas, we need to decide who will be our king. Are we going to continue to think we can run our own lives, or are we going to surrender and give our hearts our allegiance to Jesus? So the bottom line here this morning is that Christmas, that this Christmas, give your loyalty to Jesus. This Christmas, give your loyalty loyalty to Jesus, the true king, not only of our lives, but the entire universe. Advent is the season where we reflect on the first coming of Jesus as a way to prepare our hearts for his return. And even if your life might be filled with darkness. I I hope that you will be encouraged because you remember that we have hope because God keeps his promises, because God kept his promise to send the Messiah. The first time, we can be confident that Jesus will return and make everything right. May God continue to bless you